Live from Southern California, this is the Jim Rome Show with guest host JT the Brick on CBS Sports Radio. Great to be back here in the jungle. I feel like it's part of my summer home when I get a chance to come in here, thanks to the entire XR4TI, the team here, and I look forward to coming back here again in the future. Always a fun time. Thanks to the crew for setting it up. Just got the 90-minute delay from the airport. We, Me and the guy, I can't catch a break. My wife is watching. She's laughing at me. I cannot catch a break flying that one airline. It's a 55-minute flight. You understand that? It's 55 minutes. And the bullet train's coming sooner or later. Elon Musk and the Boring Company. You know, you remember back in the old days, in the 1950s, you could get on an airplane well before our time. They'd serve you a prime rib. The students would have a knife, a big, long knife, and cut your prime rib. You're allowed to smoke in your seat, and everybody wore a suit or a dress. But now we don't, we don't fly in the rain anymore. I think that's the really big thing. And my wife's going to tell me, don't go down this road. Oh, no, I'm going to. We don't fly in the rain anymore. We used to not fly in hurricanes and snowstorms. The weather could not be better out here. The airport is 40 seconds away from here. Not four hours. And I got the 90-minute delay. We should do a JT on Twitter, at JT the Break, over, under. Because whoever that bartender is there is going to get tipped out good. Because I'm going in there. Couple of them there as I wave. I'm just amazed by this. You ever get in one of those runs where every flight is delayed? I'm in that now. But again, people are traveling from all over the world to get to Vegas for the Super Bowl, and I'll get there. But I got plans tonight, man. It's Friday night. So let's get me up and down. Final hour of the show. Thanks again to Damon Bruce on the 49ers, Scott Kaplan, and Nate Taylor, who covers the Chiefs for the Athletic. Very good. He's going to join us coming up here at 20 after the hour. And if you're joining us late, as I said, I live in Vegas. I work for the Raiders. We want nothing to do with the Chiefs. I am leading the army of Raider Nation. And anybody else who wants to jump on, if you're a Jaguar fan, Saints fan, Seattle, join my army. We are all here to take down the Chiefs. We do not want the Chiefs to win. We are not impartial. If you're a Chiefs fan, good luck. You deserve it. If you win, you're a dynasty. You know what's at stake here? A dynasty. Because if the Chiefs don't win this Super Bowl, don't give me this crap, they're a dynasty. They have two Super Bowls. No. They'll have three total, but two in the Mahomes era. That's not a dynasty. If they win, they're a dynasty. And they'll do it in the Raiders stadium, practicing at the Raider facility. I mean, that's the perfect storm. And the Swifties. Uh, we're not against the Swifties. We're against the media manipulation trying to turn Kansas City into America's team. As I said earlier in the show, this is a Park Avenue move, a Park Avenue Manhattan move to take out the Cowboys, who don't deserve to be America's team anymore. Those T-shirts were printed in the 70s and 80s. And why not make Kansas City America's team? Why not? They win. They have... Mass media stars like Taylor Swift. They have Travis Kelsey who's on every TV commercial that Mahomes and Andy Reid isn't on. The Kansas City Chiefs are trying to hijack the name America's team from the Dallas Cowboys. They have the right to do it because the Cowboys don't earn that right anymore. They have failed miserably. And if you're going to give it to that team, you didn't give it to New England because of Spygate and Deflategate. It's a very important part of this topic. New England, who won six Super Bowls with Brady, was not going to be America's team because of Spygate and Deflategate, and they were not liked. 
No one wanted it. But a lot of people like Kansas City, as we're seeing now. And millions upon millions of fans who never watch football, mostly in the demographic of 9-year-old to 14-year-old girls, are now Kansas City Chief fans for the right reasons. Their favorite pop star of all time loves the Chiefs, and they're jumping on the bandwagon. That is moving ratings. It's going to make it the highest-rated Super Bowl. It's going to change merchandising and the way you view it on platforms and Madison Avenue and television commercials. It's all happening. This isn't Captain Obvious. You all know this is happening. So I hope the rest of the country takes one thing out of my appearance here today. Let's beat the Chiefs. We are not Chief fans. The Kansas City Chief fans are Chief fans. We are not. We are all bound together to watch them lose. Don't go into that game buying squares. Problem with the Super Bowl is you have a party and then Aunt Gladys from down the block comes. Never watch the game. She brings her bean dip. She talks throughout the game because she doesn't know the game. It's a bandwagon sporting event. It's a corporate event. It's not for diehard fans. So for the diehard fans from Seattle to Miami, all the way from Maine to San Diego and throughout the heartland, other than the Chief fans, I am rooting against the Chiefs to lose. I'm not a Niner fan. I don't care much about the Niners, but anyone but the Chiefs. If you want to jump in, 800-636-8686. Woody is in the high desert inside the jungle. What's happening, Woody? Hey, hey. Uh, good to be on the show, but I got a bone to pick with you. Oh, and what, a su- what, a, what a surprise. Go ahead, Woody. Okay. Hey, you know, I was, uh, I was at the stadium back in November when, when mm-hmm. us Kansas City Chiefs were playing. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you were there, but why don't you just yeah. take a look around? It was, it was a sea of red. I mean, we own that stadium. I mean, for you to come out and say this is the Raiders' house, I mean, your, your own owner had to come out and address the issue. Like, hey, you know, the, the Raider fans have gotten soft. Uh, this the is owner did not say, the, 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 the owner did not say the Raider fans got soft, but you're right, Woody. You have controlled your destiny going through Las Vegas, winning in Las Vegas. The Raiders punched you in the mouth on Christmas Day, ruined your Christmas. Ray, Antonio Pierce, straight out of Compton. Cue that. Straight out of Compton. The Raider Nation came in and punched you in the mouth on Christmas Day. And we're going to turn the tide with Antonio Pierce after we take out you and the Swifties and you lose to the Niners on Super Bowl Sunday. Well, that was just a wake-up call for us. We faced a lot of adversity this year. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we put it all together. And this year we're winning it differently than in the past. You've gone but, through a uh, gauntlet. It pain, huh? You've gone through a gauntlet, Woody. It's one of the greatest. If you win the Super Bowl by beating Miami, winning in Buffalo, and then going and winning in Baltimore, and then in Vegas, it's one of the greatest gauntlets I've ever seen. I I totally agree. Couldn't couldn't put it put it couldn't put it better. Thank you, Woody. Appreciate the call. Good luck. Turn the music up. This is for Antonio Pierce and his Impala. Someone clipped this. Someone clipped this straight out of Compton. Me in the jungle. Express yourself. Yes. Let's get it going. We got to get Antonio Pierce. We got Cliff Kingsbury. Raider Nation Unite. We got Marvin Lewis. Tom Coughlin. I love that Raider staff. So there you go. But he's right. You know, you go to go to a Raider game at home in Kansas City, uh, there's a lot of red. And there was a lot of 49ers there. But the greatness of the Raiders is in its future as we are dropping in bites of music here in Southern California. Thanks for the call, Woody. Uh, Corey's in Iowa. Getting a lot of Iowa callers today. Where are the Wisco fans? Go ahead, Corey. Look, I remember you were on KXNO, my local Fox Sports affiliate. Yes. 
I, I understand you went to XM. It was probably money. That's neither here nor there. That's your business. But look, I'm a Green Bay fan. I'm a diehard Green Bay fan. But look, I've said this to friends. I've said this to family. The Chiefs are the champs until they are beaten. I don't give two craps about Taylor Swift. I don't care about this. I don't care about any of that crap. To me, Travis, Travis Kelsey is a sellout because he endorses. I'm not the, doing medicine. I'm not doing medicine. I'm not doing politics. Not doing it. Not talking about what he advertises. Not going to give him a plug. Thanks for the call. There's a lot of people who are triggered, is the word, because of politics, COVID, medicine or not. I don't do that. I do sports. Uh, I don't want to see Kelsey on my television anymore. I like Jason Kelsey. I like the podcast. I do not want to see Travis Kelsey on my TV anymore. I don't want to see Andy Reid putting his fingers in chicken nuggets anymore. I don't want to see Mahomes on every commercial and he's going to be on every commercial if he wins the Super Bowl. They're going to, you all understand this, right? If the Chiefs win a week from Sunday, they're going to get more television commercials. They're going to be on more TV shows. They're going to be on award shows. They're going to be everywhere if they win. That's why I'm saying they must be stopped. It really is a podcast for me. And I do have a podcast, JT and Looney, wherever you download your podcast. The podcast is how we're becoming a softer and softer sports society. We have too many bandwagon fans who root for teams because they want to be included in the hype. You don't have the right to be included if you're not a Kansas City or Niner fan. This is not about you. It's about the fans who deserve to get to the World Series, the fans that deserve to get to the Stanley Cup Final. Shout out to my Golden Knights. How about that? Winning the Cup. So, the Super Bowl is the easiest game to sit out as a fan and just enjoy yourself. Eat the food. Have some beverages. Buy some squares. You don't have to stand up on a completion and root for Travis Kelsey or Debo Samuel unless you're from San Francisco or you're from Kansas City. We have got to stop building these bandwagons because that's what's happening in society today. That was never the way it used to be. This isn't a get-off-my-lawn moment. This is fact, not fiction. Too many people who are not associated with the Kansas City Chiefs at any level are rooting for them. That enrages me because I think Raider fans, Bronco fans, those are big fan bases. They're not small. Raiders and Broncos combined are pretty big. Chargers got like 14 fans. I think they gained 93 followers on Twitter when they got Harbaugh. But they're going to be they're going to start winning games. It's about slowing the roll down of the Kansas City Chiefs. And if they win that game on Sunday, I'm going to give them credit. I'm going to be on the radio praising their dynasty. The last dynasty that I covered living in the Bay Area and commuting back and forth was the Warriors. And the Warriors put together one. And now all of a sudden, where do you see Warrior jerseys? Everywhere. I'm going to go to the airport here. and There'll be Warrior fans at the bar today. You ask them where they're from. They're from anywhere other than San Francisco and Oakland. They're from all over. Because they built the bandwagon because they were likable. Not Draymond Green. Draymond Green, Travis Kelsey, they're not all likable. But Steph Curry is. And there's no doubt Patrick Mahomes is very popular here. My gut feeling tells me the Niners are going to win the game because they're the better team. But as Damon Bruce just joined us a little while ago, they haven't played well. When was the last time the Niners played a good game? This whole topic of the Niners should have been over. What would have happened if Aaron Rodgers was the quarterback instead of Jordan Love? Jordan Love had him beat through three quarters, couldn't close it out. I think Aaron Rodgers would have. 
And Aaron Rodgers was lost to the 49ers, so we know that. So Jordan Love couldn't get it done. And then Jared Goff. God, what was going on with Jared Goff? He played so well in that first half. We could be sitting here today in the jungle talking about the Motor City of Detroit invading Vegas. Anyone from Michigan and a Lion fan would have taken off and been in Vegas. And then the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills blew it more than anybody. They went from being the sixth seed to the two seed when they beat the Dolphins at the end of the year. They had Balt- They had Kansas City in their ballpark, and they couldn't close them out. Josh Allen couldn't close it out, and Mahomes won that game. So both teams are deservingly very good. They deserve to be in the Super Bowl. We don't have a fluke here. Niners and the Chiefs are not fluky teams. They both deserve to be here. But who do you got? Who do you got in the game? 800-636-8686. I think the 49ers. Why am I doing this early? Because I'm in the jungle on this big stage. I got the Niners winning this game 27-24. The Niners win the Super Bowl 27-24, and they cover the spread which is now two. If they move it to three, it'll be a push, but I think it'll stay two, two and a half. So you got a bonus trip in the jungle for me, and you got a Super Bowl pick. You think I'd pick the Chiefs? Have you lost your mind? So I'm going to go Niners 27-24. I'm going to go Christian McCaffrey, MVP. Two rushing touchdowns, or at least a rushing and a receiving touchdown, and that's the way I see it here. We're going to get some good perspective from Nate Taylor coming up next. He's going to join us here in a few minutes, and we'll talk to him. Chris in Texas, thanks for waiting. You're up in the jungle next. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah, as far as the America's team, I don't care what the NFL says or tries to do. The Cowboys were and always will be. No, you're not. You've been failing miserably. You've been failing. You don't deserve to be America's team anymore. You failed. Well, I grew up on them with Roger Staubach. So to me, they will always be that. Well, that's to you, not to Madison. I don't. I don't. I don't like our owner. (laughs) I'm sick of the losing, but they're still my team. I'm not a bandwagon fan. What do you mean? So you, you, you think and, for the rest of your life you deserve you know, to be America's team if you don't win another Super Bowl, and the Chiefs do? They're still America's team to me. That yeah. won't change. God bless America, and God bless the great state of Texas. Thank you, Chris. God bless the great state of Texas. Yeah. And how long did they make Jimmy to wait to get into that ring of honor? That was a bad luck. Great turnout for Jimmy, bud. And how come people on... Other television networks are giving out picks when they're not professional gamblers. What the hell's going on out there? What's happening in media in 2024? How could Sports Center anchors give out picks now? What is going on here? Where are the sharps, man? Let's hear from a sharp who knows how to gamble and wants to jump in there and talk about betting and winning from a sharp perspective and how to bet the Super Bowl here. And people are asking about the total. I think it'll go over the total. I do. I think it's going to be a high-flying game. Allegiant Stadium is a great stadium for points. Raiders put up 63 on the Chargers. 63 there. So I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. No doubt about that. All right, when we come back, Nate Taylor is going to join us. We're going to talk to him about the Chiefs from inside the Chiefs. He covers the team exclusively for the Athletic. Travis Kelsey, the running game, and what they're going to have to do to win this game. At JT the Brick on Twitter. At Jim Rome. Yeah, take us out, Alvin. The best of the best behind the board, as always. Final 40 minutes in the jungle before a two-hour delay coming up. 
You're listening to the Jim Rome Show right here in Southern California. You're listening to the Jim Rome Show. JT, back in the jungle for the ones who get it done. Granger's office supplies and solutions for every industry as well as access to product experts. Ready to answer your toughest questions. Call quick. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Excited to talk to our next guest. Does a great job from The Athletic. Nate Taylor joins us. Nate, uh, thanks a lot for doing this, covering the Chiefs. And I just told the caller before you came on, this is one of the greatest gauntlets they've had to run, beating the <laughs> Dolphins, obviously Buffalo, and then Baltimore. One more step to the Super Bowl. How do you see it? Yeah, right. I mean, this is the hardest path that the Chiefs have had. Um, ever reaching a Super Bowl, you could argue, especially under the Patrick Mahomes era with Andy Reid. Um, yeah, this last one um, is going to be another, you know, exciting, intriguing one for sure with the 49ers. But um, I think what we've learned over the last month or so is that um, the Chiefs' experience and their talent when they elevate to their best selves is still really good, right? I mean, the Chiefs have an opportunity next Sunday to do something uh, that hasn't been accomplished in two decades, and that's when back-to-back. So, um, you know, I've written before that the Chiefs are already a dynasty, uh, winning two Super Bowls in the last four years, but this really sort of cements them alongside, you know, the 90s Cowboys, the 80s 49ers, the 70s Steelers. Uh, if the Chiefs win on Sunday, they will be right next uh, to that elite pair of franchises that have been able to do this, obviously in addition to the Patriots, uh, you know, pretty impressive run yeah i agree to disagree a dynasty isn't two i don't think a dynasty's two but if they win this is definitely a dynasty three three and five years cements them as a dynasty no doubt in my mind and i think they got a good chance of doing it because of the way mahomes is playing what did you think was the more difficult task winning at buffalo or winning at baltimore oh that's a great question um i love it because i thought the atmosphere was more adverse in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. I mean, those fans were yeah. just um, amazing, right? It was the best atmosphere you could ask for a divisional playoff game uh, with some real weight, some real significance behind it. Um, you know, I think what the Chiefs showed um, was a Ravens team that had really not played from behind this season. Um, and so they sort of controlled the game from start to finish, right? The, the Ravens never had the lead. So I'm inclined to say that the more difficult game was against the Buffalo Bills. The fact that Josh Allen um, played pretty well, all things considered, and the fact that um, Mahomes and Kelsey, kind of like the week before, had to be exceptional uh, to get that team through the next round. And, of course, uh, Steve Spagnuolo, the the legendary defensive coordinator, um, made just enough adjustments, made the right calls, and obviously his best player, Chris Jones, made an impact on the Bills' final drive. And, um, you know, if the, if the Bills make that field goal, if Tyler Bass makes yeah. it 44, who knows? I mean, the game goes into overtime, and unlike, you know, the, that, that memorable classic game that we all saw in 2021, we know for sure that Josh Allen is getting the ball in overtime. So I, I tend to believe that um, the Chiefs were fortunate to get out of Buffalo with the victory, considering how back and forth that game was, where – in Sunday's AFC Championship game, they sort of demonstrated the difference of being there and doing it before against a team that is extremely talented but could never get in rhythm themselves. 
just because the Chiefs came out and sort of dictated the tempo from the moment the game started. Nate Taylor joins us, covers the Chiefs for The Athletic on CBS Sports Radio. You're a good guy to ask because you got a great reputation and know the team inside and out. The Taylor Swift effect in regards to the monumental new fans that have come in. You're in that bubble, and you see the real fans and talk and write for them. But what about the new fans? Have you experienced that with your subscribers and everything that you're doing and the content that you put out? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, this is this is legitimate, guys. Like, right. I, I, cannot, I cannot stress enough that, like, um, you know, I, I want to take you all the way back to the beginning. When they played the Chicago Bears in Week 3, um, Everybody knew they were going to win that game, probably, right? But when she arrived, just the amount of buzz in the building and then uh, the popularity that the Chiefs gained uh, over the next you know, several weeks, right, whether it's the certain windbreaker jacket Taylor Swift wore, the fact yeah. that she was going to multiple games in primetime, uh, the fact that, you know, Travis Kelsey – I mean, basically, that first public date was in a very nice establishment in Kansas City. It's called Prime Social. Um, but the team was invited. I thought it was very telling that she was comfortable meeting a lot of the guys on the team, kind of being, you know, trying to ingratiate herself in part of this team culture, even though she's the biggest pop star in the world. Mm-hmm. And Travis trying to get everybody to understand that, like, yeah, like, this is who I'm dating, but, like, these are my guys. And, like, you know, uh, we're, I'm going to be with them <laughs> until, you know, perhaps February. Right. And it really happened. And so, um, yeah, the, you know, I, I understand that some fans who are not Chiefs fans may be getting tired of it. But, again, I, I just want people to understand this does not happen all the time. And the fact that uh, she is dating the best tight end in the league for the Super Bowl champions who have a chance to repeat again. And, oh, by the way, like, he flew to Argentina. Mm-hmm. He's going to fly to Japan after the season's over, or you know wherever she is on her European tour. Um, it is it has given them a popularity. I mean, the Cowboys, in my opinion, guys are always going to be America's team, but the Chiefs have to be the second most popular, at least right now, given the fact that Taylor Swift has um, you know galvanized a new a new segment of fans. I mean, whether it's the Attendance numbers, whether it's the viewership, the idea that there's going to be an even bigger spotlight on Travis Kelsey after last year he faced his brother in the Super Bowl and his mother was on you know every television set known to man. Um, it's truly remarkable. But, yeah, there's, there's a real sense that um, the NFL somehow has gotten more popular because yeah. they're one of their best players on their best team is, is, is dating Taylor Swift. Nate Taylor covers the Chiefs for the Athletics. So you understand – as a journalist, why, as I'm a fan behind the microphone, so many of us want to see the Chiefs lose or not do well because it is exploding this fan base and making them more relevant. Are you getting any pushback with your great content? Or is everybody, as you're saying, jumping on the bandwagon because this is just too big to ignore? Yeah, I think, I think, it's, a, I think it's a good split, right? I think mm-hmm. there's still more people who are interested to see how this ends, right? I think that was quite the the viewpoint around October, right? When she has come to like the third and the fifth game, it's like, okay, this is they are really dating people. This is not some conspiracy theory. Um, and so then the question becomes, well, how will it end? Like, how will this season? You know, will she distract Travis, or will Travis sort of demonstrate for her like just how amazing he is at football? And obviously, we got an answer yeah. in the SEC championship game. But I do think there are 
a sizable number of fans who hate this because um, yeah. wouldn't you want your team to have this? <laughs> let's 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 not even like add on to the idea that like man, the Chiefs have been in six straight AFC Championship games, and now they're going to be in their fourth Super Bowl in five years, and you know they may have the best coach quarterback combo in the in the league right now with Mahomes mm-hmm. and Andy Reid. And oh, by the way, like yeah, uh, the 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 performer that you know your daughter or your cousin or your grandma, like that most, like obviously Taylor Swift has an insane amount of fans. And all of a sudden now she's rooting for them. Yeah, I got to get out of this Taylor Swift. So with all due and respect, I, we got to get back to football. No yeah. doubt. Uh, give me the key to the game. I said it. It's stopping Kelsey. I, I cannot believe that he gets rele- no release, uh, no hit at the line of scrimmage, a free right. release. I've been saying it. For years, I can't believe it. I don't know how defensive coordinators and head coaches don't try to Belichick him and just take him out of the game. And the Niners, I would think on the other side, I'll ask you about Kelsey, and my follow-up will be, what is Kansas City's defense, which is historically very good now in the playoffs? I mean, they're they're getting off the field. They're doing things. What do they have to worry about the most with the 49ers? Yeah, I mean, I think in terms of the offense, right, if the Chiefs can run the football with Isaiah Pacheco and find creative ways to get Travis Kelsey the ball, they'll move the ball down the field. Um, you, you have to go into this game with complete confidence in Patrick Mahomes just because I want to remind the audience, this is the healthiest Super Bowl he's ever been. Yeah, good point. Um, yes. Which is crazy to think. You know, mm-hmm. he's not dealing with the turf or a concussion that he had to get through mm-hmm. or obviously last year the high ankle sprain. So, look, he, he's healthy and he still has enough weapons. It's just a matter of, can the Chiefs stay balanced on offense with running the football and then using Kelsey to sort of build off of that? On defense, guys, I know this sounds really simple, yeah. but it's really hard to tackle the 49ers. Like, yeah, you know, is. I watch their games and I'm like, man, Brennan Ayuk is, is crazy in the open field. And that's also encountering Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey. Like, the Chiefs have not faced a defense quite like this where I think the 49ers have the best skill position players of anybody in the league, and Brock Purdy, as we all have seen, is capable of leading them to victories in the second half. Um, but they have to tackle well, and we saw how good Steve Spagnuolo was blitzing Lamar Jackson and getting him to be out of rhythm, you know, getting him to second-guess what he was seeing uh, pre-snap and mm-hmm. post-snap. Um, I mean, it's Steve Spagnuolo. He's going to blitz. So the blitz mm-hmm. is better work, because if they don't, uh, it's going to be a lot of one-on-one opportunities. Sure. Christian McCaffrey can make people miss in the open field, and when that happens, he usually scores touchdowns. Great job, Nate. Hope to see you on Radio Row next week in Vegas, where I'm from, and congratulations on all your success. Appreciate you joining us in the jungle. Yes, of course, and look forward to seeing you in Vegas too, my friend. You got it. There he is. Good analysis at the end there by Nate Taylor. Look, again, this Taylor Swift thing that's getting out of control, I just asked one question, and it, it mushroom clouds everything with this, but he admitted the amount of fans that have jumped on the Kansas City bandwagon and now are Chief fans is enormous. He's the lead writer for The Athletic who covers the team. You don't think he's enjoying this, putting something out, and everybody just sending it and resending it and forwarding it to everybody. It's truly an interesting time and a good time to be a Kansas City fan if you're a Chief fan, but I pushed back in the beginning of the interview when he said they're a dynasty. They are not. They're not a dynasty. They've won two. That's no dynasty. Plenty of teams have won two. They've won two. Three is a dynasty. We're not starting giving out dynasties to every team that wins two somethings. You don't get a dynasty because you won two NBA titles.
got to win three, four, five, or six to be a dynasty. But he's already saying inside the Chiefs' kingdom that they're a dynasty. Everything's rolling right for the Chiefs. That's why we all have to derail the bandwagon coming up here. Hey, last call to get in. Tweets at JT the Brick, at Jim Rome, 800-636-8686. And now here's the latest sports update. Marco Belletti. All right, JT, back with you as we wrap it up. Thanks to the XR4TI again. Great crew to work with. Earlier, we asked you the Ask the Pros question, where I'd get back to the clones. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's, hey, JT, who wins the Super Bowl first, the Chargers or the Raiders? I want to stay employed with the Raiders. Uh, just finished 25 years with them. The Raiders will win the Super Bowl within three years. Okay? Another thing you can clip. That's the word now. Clip this from me. The Raiders, live in the jungle, will win the Super Bowl in the next three seasons. Not be in it. They will live win it. So that is before the Chargers. So show me your lightning bolt. That will be the Raiders will get that done first there. Yes. Are they going to keep that song? The Chargers with Harbaugh get a new song now? There's got to be a new something. There's got to be a whole. Let's get into that for a second. With Harbaugh, who I have a lot of respect for, his first job in the pros as a coach was with the Raiders, but he played for the Chargers. They're going to do a complete re-image of that, right? they got to re-image the whole Charger brand. I'm not talking about the powder blues and the helmet and all that. They're going to keep that. But, man, they got to do something with their songs, with their imaging, with their likeness. Another uh, tweet comes in. Hey, G- <laughs> JT, great show. I worked in San Diego for many years. My son loves swimming La Jolla Cove, uh, which is sad now because it looks like a lot of seal crap has taken over it. Can't believe you moved and left La Jolla. Go Niners, Pete in Youngstown. Yes, I left La Jolla. And uh, there's been a lot of boat action on La Jolla's shores as of late. I love La Jolla, especially Wind and Sea Beach. Here's another one. Hey, Brick, consider this. Maybe Belichick didn't get a job because teams don't want a cheating old coach that helped tarnish the reputation in New England. I mean, what has he actually done lately since the band broke up? Belichick, Brady, and McDaniels with a holy trinity of cheating. You reap what you sow, brother. Go Niners. Another is are the Niners trying to infiltrate the jungle today. That's Tom in Colorado Springs. We appreciate that. So, look, there's a lot of Niner fans that are checking in here. And a lot of Niner fans, uh, this one comes from Mike and Snowbird. Brick, it has a storybook feel to it. Purdy engineering two gutsy comeback wins and winning it all in his second year. Again, cheers. That's from Mike. It does feel storybook, man, but it really feels storybook for the Chiefs. That's why I'm proud to live in Vegas and Vegas getting the Super Bowl. I don't care who wins. I'm rooting against the Chiefs, but it's going to have a big flair to it. I'm telling you, Vegas, when they show Vegas when the, when the sun sets, middle of the afternoon, and that stadium awakens, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be unbelievable. It's going to be the highest rated Super Bowl of all time. 
for a number of reasons, and it's a great matchup. I'll go with San Francisco to win the Super Bowl. Rob in San Antonio, one of my favorite jungle cities. Hello, Rob. Yeah, well, um, so I take exception of being told not to root for the the Chiefs. I'm rooting for the Chiefs even though I'm a Dolphins fan. They beat my Dolphins Mm -hmm. because I want Mahomes, if the Dolphins are going to be in it, to get as quick as possible to as many Super Bowls as possible to supplant Tom Brady. I don't want to hear about Tom Brady being the GOAT anymore. Then how do you claim to be a Dolphin fan? You got Mike McDaniel and Tua, a good team that would have went farther without the injuries. Why don't you just pay attention to the Dolphins, your team? Why do you feel the need? You feel the need to root for Kansas City. You don't need to. Uh, well, if the Dolphins can't be representing the AFC, then, like I said, I want I want Mahomes to, okay. to to be there to supplant Brady. And besides, rooting for it doesn't always happen with every game, but having mm. a team to root for and a reason to root for them gets me more invested. In Good. It. Okay. I, I appreciate your call. I don't respect your call. I appreciate it, but I don't believe in that. I believe you're the perfect example of who I've been trying to point out all day. You're a Dolphin fan that's going to root for Kansas City. That, to me, is disturbing. You don't have to root for anybody. You can eat chips, drink beer, take a dip in the ocean at halftime, and come back and finish the game. You are the essence of another bandwagon fan for Kansas City and the Swifties. I proved it all day here. Proved it all day. That's another example of a guy, a man, who needs to root for someone. You don't need to root for anybody. Root for the Dolphins are a hell of a team. Michael and Laguna Niguel, right down the road. Maybe I should go there for my two-hour delay. How are you, Michael? You'll always be welcome here, JP. Thanks. Uh, Thank thanks you. for the thanks for the line, and Appreciate also it. always love when you when you call when you call. Thank you. Jim. Appreciate that. Hey, listen, I'm, I'm I need to plan for my wife's uh, birthday party tomorrow, so I want to make sure that I <laughs> get a get a place where I could watch the Knicks game. So that that's part of the criteria now. So I wanted to get your take on what's happening in New York with the Knicks. Mm-hmm. I I. Proclaim myself to be a rational fan, so I'm not getting crazy. I'm not over celebrating, but is there a true reason for us to feel some joy? Yes, some, some optimism. Yeah, getting rid of R.J. Barrett. Thanks for the call, Michael. It was brilliant. Brunson's a hell of a player. They got to wait for Randall to come back. I think it's going to be three to four weeks. He takes too many jump shots, by the way. But yeah, I'm hoping the Knicks make their big run. I think they're going to go deeper than expected in the playoffs this year. Quick jungle trivia. How I got the name JT the Brick. Quick trivia. All because of the Knicks. When I used to call Jim leading up to the smack off. And Charlie Simmer, who played for the LA Kings. On one of their greatest teams ever. Miracle in Manchester. The Triple Crown Line. Called in to Jim. Famous hockey player. The big hockey star. And said, JT is going to win the smack off. And Mike Piazza called in. And a couple other athletes. Picking other people. So I would, I would always call in as JT from La Jolla, and then after, but I'd always call in on the Knicks. So finally, Jim just said, you're JT the Brick. Rhymes with Knicks, and that's how I got the name, and it's stuck, and I, I stay there with that. Appreciate that. So how did I get the name? People often asked. I get it because Jim kept taking my Knicks calls back in the day pretty much exclusively, and that's when the Knicks were great. We're talking 94, 95. They were to the pinnacle, and they couldn't get past Jordan. Those are some fun teams. Troy is in Oak Harbor. He's in the jungle wrapping it up. What's happening, Troy? 
Oh, um, yeah, I uh, have two things I want to mention. Mm-hmm. I want to stay on subject. Uh, I'm with you about the Raiders. I am a Raiders fan. Nice. Now, did the Raiders, uh, is Justin Fields, is he going to be the Raiders quarterback? I mean, we don't know if he's going to be. Tom Telesco is the new GM, came from the Chargers. He might want to draft and move up and get Jaden Daniels. He might want to get Justin Fields. He might have Kirk Cousins and Baker Mayfield. Kirk Cousins and Baker Mayfield are available for the Raiders if they go down that road. So there's a bunch of options. I like Justin Fields, Troy. I could live with that. I think he's a good player and gives some competition to Aiden O'Connell. And Aiden O'Connell played well down the stretch. 63 points at home to the Chargers and beating Kansas City at Arrowhead. Aiden O'Connell played well down the stretch. And another another comment I want to make on the Super Bowl uh, we might disagree as far as who we think uh, should win the game. Uh, like Steve Spagnola is a defensive coordinator. Yes. The defense the Chiefs have. Uh, my my belief that uh, Kansas the key to Kansas City winning if Spagnola his his defense can limit Christian yeah. McCaffrey uh, what he can do, and then on uh, on offense if Isaiah Pacheco can mm-hmm. establish the running game against. The 49ers, who showed vulnerability against Green Bay and Detroit yeah. in stopping the run, and then Patrick Mahomes and Kelsey do their thing uh, later in the game, and it could get get interesting in the fourth quarter. Yes, that's, let me jump in, Troy. Appreciate the call. Thank you. Made a lot of good points there. Thank you for calling in on that. Let, let's wrap this up with a Super Bowl preview. Well, let's do a little rant on this. Again, I want Kansas City to lose. I think Kansas City has two good things going for them. They have Kelsey the way he's playing and the fact that they have more experience in this game. They do. Andy Reid's a better coach than Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan was the architect of the 28-3 collapse. The collapse when Atlanta lost 28-3 to the Patriots. Kyle's gotten better. Kyle's going to have to really call a great game, and Kyle Shanahan has the ability to do that. He is a great, not good, great play caller. How's he going to call plays in the Super Bowl across from Andy Reid? who's got more experience, I think Kyle will do a good job. But the Chiefs have Mahomes and Kelsey, and they have the experience. What do the Niners have? The Niners have the better roster, other than quarterback. Brock Purdy is much better than we all expected, ladies and gentlemen. We never expected him to be here when he got drafted Mr. Irrelevant. But he's been in a lot of tough spots. And as the caller Troy just said, he's had two comebacks where the team should have got beat. The team did everything to get beat, and he put him on the back, and they won those games with late drives. So he's got that going for it. If it comes down to Mahomes versus Purdy, I'd take Mahomes all day long. But I think the Niners are going to make plays on defense. I think the Niners have got to turn this game into a physical bloodbath. They have to really bring Mahomes and Kelsey down to the ground. they got to hurt Pacheco, not knock him out of the game hurt, but really make him pay if he runs up the middle here. I think McCaffrey's going to have a big game. I think McCaffrey on the wheel route. I think McCaffrey on some slants. I think McCaffrey lining up in the slot. A a double reverse to McCaffrey. McCaffrey is going to get a great look in this game. That's why I think the Niners are going to win. But I'm picking the Niners to win this game in a tight one because of their defense. I like their defensive players. Chase Young's getting called out. He might get benched for the Super Bowl. Because he's not, he's not, he's taking plays off. But Nick Bosa has to have a big game. Warner and Greenlaw, I like the team there. Spagnola is a great defensive coordinator. I just think the coaching, the advantage is Kansas City. I like the Niners winning on a turnover late in the game, which will set up the game-winning field goal of the late touchdown. Again, I spent the whole day here trying to do one thing. 
Uh, say hello to my good friends and goodbye to my good friends here at the Jim Rome Show. Thank Jim again. Thank Craig Kitchen, all the people at CBS Sports Radio, all the people behind the scenes here. This is a special group of people, and they're going to have big shows coming up, live shows from the Bellagio and the CBS Compound. They're going to do a lot of big programming next week to make sure you tune in for that. Uh, follow me on YouTube, JT the Brick YT, JT the Brick on Twitter. Follow me on Mad Dog Sports Radio at night and Raider Nation Radio during the day. That's a really good platform. I'm proud to be on that. Now I'll see if I can get out of here, get back to Vegas, throw a few back for the weekend, and get ready what is the biggest grind in all of sports radio. Radio Row. We'll try to keep the guys off the air who sell socks and hats and all that and give you the biggest names, which I know you're going to get on Jim's show. Thanks again. This was a memorable day. I hope to be back in this seat again. Love the platform, which is the platform of the Jim Rome Show. From my family to your family, have a great weekend. Hope to see you in Vegas if you're coming for the Super Bowl. And we'll catch you on the radio once again. And get ready for the 30th Smack Off as I look forward to meeting the winner. Have a great day, everyone, and a great weekend.